0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode
1: is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes, they make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT Hypnotherapist Christy Clemens Hoffman for stories from real people who have experienced real-life Angel Encounters.
1: Hello and welcome back to Real Life Angel Encounters. Today I am joined by Ashley in New Hampshire, who is a listener and sent in her story. So please let that be um, a guide to you if you're listening now. And if you know anybody who's had a great angel encounter, or even read about something in the news that I could talk about on this show, please send it in to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. So now I'd like to welcome Ashley. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me today.
2: Thank you, Christy. I'm happy to be here. I love your podcast. It is amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you <laughs> emailed me with a, a story about a guardian
2: angel. Yes. What happened? Um, so I'll go back to when I was a little girl. Um, when I was four years old, I woke up one morning and told my mother I saw a woman in a white dress floating down her hallway. She didn't really think much of it, um, and then not too long after that, she woke up in the middle of the night and felt the urge to check on me. So she went to my room to peek in and in the middle of the night saw a woman in a white dress floating towards my bed while I was sleeping. Um, and she began to float above me. Um, and as she did so, my mother reached out to say, hey, don't step on my child. And she went through the wall. Um, So, you know, nothing, nothing really connecting those two situations until about 2020. Um, I went on a cruise with my husband and we just had horrible luck with the weather. It was terrible. We couldn't catch a break. It was rainy, cloudy. And then one night we just had terrible, terrible um, weather, horrible storm, really rough seas Um, and it got so bad that at one point, um, before it got dark, they asked everybody to stay inside. They tied all of the furniture, um, to the deck. Um, and we, we just had to kind of hunker down and find things to do indoors. Um, and when it came to bedtime, it was really rough. It was kind of scary to be honest with you. Um, you know, the, the boat was rocking, Left and right, all over. Um, I was nervous. Nobody slept. Um, you could hear the waves just beating on the boat. You could hear the wind. Um, everything was making cracking, popping noises all around. It was just really scary. That's um, terrifying. Very scary. So we didn't sleep a wink. Um, so of course, we wake up the next morning um, to beautiful sunshine and decide to kind of venture out of um, the cabin so we went to the top deck and that is you know that's like the place to be on the ship where the pool is the bars usually in the morning you need to um, find a seat at the pool or you're out of luck for the entire day so um, we walk out there and there is nobody to be seen the place is deserted. So we figured everybody, you know, stayed inside, went dancing the night before and went to bed late and they were all sleeping. So um, so we met, we were on the trip with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. So we all met up, up at the top deck to go get breakfast. Um, so we had to walk from one end of the deck to the other. And as we started walking um, across the deck, We were just kind of chatting to each other. I was leading the way. They were behind me. And as I turned my head behind me to say something to them, um, I saw from the corner of my eye what I thought was a person. It was a woman from the corner of my eye. And I stopped instantly as in, oh, goodness, I'm going to run into this woman. I need to back up so we don't collide. And I turned my head back to say, excuse me. And there was nobody there. Um, But the crazy thing is, is I can picture her to this day. I can see her in my head. I knew exactly what she was wearing. I can see her facial structure, her haircut. And she was looking out to the sea. It's so crazy looking out to the sea as if she was proud and enjoying the peace and the beauty. It was pretty amazing. She yeah. and I, I felt yeah. I felt like she was, you know, saying, We made it, we're safe, you know, it's beautiful. Admire the scene. It was pretty crazy. Oh, so, great. so so what was funny, what what I connected weeks later, she was wearing this looks like be- more beachy theme but it was a white flowy dress and she had a bob haircut just like the two women my mother and I saw um when I was a little girl so I made the connection afterwards it took a little while to put the pieces together um but it just it was really cool really really cool
1: why do you think she showed up
2: there what do you think it was about I think it was protection, um, safety, um, and maybe I didn't realize until after the fact, but she was there to make me feel comfortable, you know, and mm-hmm. and make me feel safe.
1: And how long do you think she was there? Do you think she was there for the whole storm? or Yeah, do you you I do.
2: I think she was there the whole time.
1: That's kind of what my I really is do. me too.
2: Yeah, keeping yeah really safe. Yeah, t- um,
1: situation.
2: It was it was really really scary. You felt hopeless. You felt stuck, and right. Literally, there was nothing you could do. You know, no, nothing. You're just there. Um,
1: and that you you know you made it through this storm alive I can't say unscathed because I don't know if there's right damage to the boat but you made it through alive and hopeful and you know yeah happy and you're here telling
2: yeah. me so you made it through it okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. Mm-hmm. it it kind of changed my perspective um I've had paranormal experiences my whole life but it really changed my perspective on um you know guardian angels and um even I've opened up to spirit guides and things like that um, since that experience. So it's been pretty eye opening for me. Um,
1: Who do you feel that that was? Do you feel like that was a guardian angel for you?
2: I do. I don't know who she is, but I'd love to know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there's ever a way to know, but I'd love to know.
1: (laughs) You know, that's so funny. Um, I keep hearing D name, Daphne, Diane, Diana. Um, So you could even do some meditation around that and just ask who, is there a name that I can call this person so I can
2: connect with them? Yeah, that's funny. My mother's best friend who passed away years ago, her name was Diane
1: Oh my god. So, Did she resemble this woman who you saw?
2: Um maybe in her younger years. When I knew her, she had shorter hair. Um the same body type. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe in younger years she had the hairstyle. So it would it would fit the time period, so
1: True. So he, yeah, so the, when when we cross over and appear, we get to choose how we're going to show up. And there is a move. what was it called, Proof of Heaven, something like that with Greg Kinnear. I don't know, his son had a, in the movie, had, and it was a true story. Uh, there's a book of it as well. The son had a near-death experience, and pretty young, like maybe four or five. And he described in his near-death experience having this friend on the other side who took care of him and talked to him about Jesus and you know, was very kind to him and um, described this this um this young man and you know the family thought okay well that's interesting that's nice didn't really know if it was a true near-death experience I think they were very religious and maybe just didn't believe it but they were clearing out some old boxes and going through some old boxes and the son who was still very young at the time found a, a young picture of his grandfather and said, Daddy, that's the man. That's what Ugh. my friend up in heaven. And it's like, Oh, brother, wow. Oh my gosh, that is your grandfather. Wow. And so when we get to the other side, <laughs> no matter how old, how sick, um, any type of physical issues or deformities, we're good, you know? Yeah. And we tend to portray, to show ourselves feeling good, whole time of our life, right? So yeah. It could be. Yeah. That. And, Um, Yeah. You said you had a couple of other stories as well.
2: Yeah. So one of the the biggest um, changes for me since this experience that I mentioned, I kind of opened up to the idea of, you know, spirit guides and um, that sort of thing. So I went through um, for quite a few years and undiagnosed what they thought was some sort of autoimmune issue. Um, Couldn't figure it out numerous doctors, all kinds of tests, blood work, you know, you name it. And I just got exhausted from it all. And I thought, what do I do? You know, I can't, I can't seem to figure this out. And I was kind of at my wits end and I had this dream in the middle of the night and it, I couldn't get out of my head for weeks and weeks. It was this woman, this elderly woman in my face and she kept repeating the number three, just nothing else, just three, 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 over and over and I could see her three fingers in the air. And she just kept repeating the number three. So I woke up the next morning and I can still see her face today. I, I just couldn't get it out of my head. So I I searched um, the number three online I thought, okay, what is maybe the angel meaning of number three? And I found a lot of different meanings. But one um, thing that I found that it, it can indicate growth or change, um, kind of that type of meaning um, or a shift. So lo and behold, within maybe a couple months, I had a light bulb go off in my head. And I, I went on this quest to find you know a clean holistic approach to fixing my health and I completely changed my health by taking that approach and it was I I I really think that dream whatever that message was was meant for to kick me in the butt (laughs) (laughs) to say figure this out you there's a way And maybe I was guided in that direction and I didn't realize it, but it was from that moment on that things changed for me. Um, and I'm still on that path today and, um, I, I really think that it, it started there. Um, so that again, opened me up a bit further into the idea of spirit guides, um, Just this year, a couple months ago, we had a pretty stressful family battle going on. Felt like everybody's hands were tied. I didn't know what to do. I said, something's gotta give. So for the first time ever, I spoke out and I said, just help, do something, help me, guide me, what can I do? No joke, within three days, we get this phone call from the lawyer saying, you know, without going into detail, there was a, a, piece of, uh, a piece of information that was invalid that basically put a squash to everything and it, in a good way. Um, it was like the saving grace that came out of the woodwork and everything's fine, you know? Um, and it was days after I, I reached out and asked for help So, you know, it's situations like that, that to me, that's a couple times is not coincidence at that point. One time maybe could be coincidence, but after a few times, I feel like, you know, it it means something to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah,
1: Yeah, you've got somebody watching out for you that. Yeah, sure. And, you know, your point about just calling for help, that's so valid. We forget to do that. I forget to do that, and I'm a professional, like angel and angel communicator and medium. So um, I forget to ask. We have to ask. Yeah, right. We have to ask. The now they we have an unending stream of. In fact, right before you, I was interviewing uh, Mark Anthony, who's a very well known psychic, um, in based in Florida, and we were talking about how we have this unending stream. Of helpers with us we're never alone nobody is ever alone and yet we feel so alone sometimes we yeah. feel like we have to solve every freaking problem on mm-hmm. our own by ourselves and that's not yeah. that's furthest from the truth. Right. but we have to ask yeah yeah we, we have to ask because they can't help us unless we invite them to they can't mm-hmm. be, you know just like a loving parent who realizes that you know what? Sometimes you need to let your kids mess up because that's how they learn. It's like they, I could go in and save you, but if yeah. you don't. You don't get what you need, right? Right. And same thing. We have to ask, And then they can help us. Unless
2: yeah.
1: we're like going to jump off a cliff, and it's really not our. Time for, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they can help us that way. Or like the butterfly people story that I did for this podcast. Yes. Um, you know, they came in and helped these people who were going to die or, you know, really have a bad time in the tornado and came along and saved them in that Joplin tornado. So, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: an exception. We have to ask.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, do you have any practice? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm, I was just going to say, um, you know, I've had a few experiences where, you know, we close call accidents and I have no idea how we came out of them. And I look back at those moments now and it, it's so clear to me now, Um well, probably what occurred there, you know, and multiple times. And it's just amazing to, to think that, you know, you are not alone. <laughs> Never alone. Yeah. Uh, one time
1: I told this in an earlier episode that I drove through a semi truck. I don't know how that happened, but all of a sudden, yeah, I just grabbed my Archangel Michael medal. And I was like, Michael, help me merge into traffic. And I there was no other way I could have done that unless I had gone through a, a, a big truck. And, yeah. You know, that
2: kind That's of thing amazing. happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: amazing. So I was going to ask you, do you have a a practice that you do on a more regular basis to connect with your your guides and your guardian angel?
2: So I have my own personal, very brief um, process, and it's nothing formal. Um, I'm so kind of new to the whole thing, but I when I wake up in the morning, I just say good morning and thank you that's it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Just acknowledge, you know, just acknowledging. So at this point, um, but I'll definitely reach out going forward, you know, when, when I'm at a loss or I need, need a little guidance or strength. Mm -hmm. So,
1: and really your practice that you do of just acknowledging and giving thanks, that's really all you need.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We don't even have to know any names. Right? We don't have to know any details. We can just say, hey, Guardian Angel GA. <laughs> yeah. <need some> help. <laughs> hey babe, lady laid with a bob here in the white dress. Use your help right now. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ashley, for sharing your stories with us. That's sure. uh, really helpful and just, just lovely. Keep it up. Whatever you do. Thank you.
2: You're doing well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Real Life Angel Encounters. You know, this little podcast is truly a labor of love. I've been thinking about doing it for a long time and had been encouraged to do it for a long time, and I thought, how am I ever going to get enough stories for this podcast? And I do need more stories. So if you know anyone, if you've had any angel encounters, and it doesn't even have to be angels, loved ones, synchronicities, random and positive things that happen to you, um, even anything in the news that you see that maybe I hadn't heard of before, I'm sure other people would love to hear about that as well please send them to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com to be featured in an upcoming episode. And if you are so inclined, please visit our website, which is radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash encounters, And there is, um, you'll find a page that has all of the different episodes, but also a donate button. And while we have wonderful sponsors, and I do hope that you frequent the sponsors of this show, um, donations help to keep it going, because while it's free to you, it's not free to produce, and it could really help a lot to keep the show going. Anyway, however you choose to support us, whether it's by sending in stories by giving the episodes um, a like, by following or subscribing to the podcast in general, or by giving a financial donation, which is always helpful, or even supporting our sponsors. Know that it is so much appreciated. And all of the things that you're doing to show some love for this podcast are really starting to show some benefits. So we're starting to grow in the rankings and that's because of you, our wonderful, wonderful listeners. Thank you so much.
0: A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now and be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life Angel Encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com.